Welcome to the Preserve Your Past podcast, where we'll explore all things related to the creative process of writing your stories for future generations. I'm your host, Melissa Ann Kitchen, author, teacher, speaker, and coach. I believe that your personal history is a priceless gift for family, friends, and generations to come. Whether you consider yourself a writer or not, we are discussing the topics that help with every step of the process, like how to mine for the juiciest story ideas or how to refine them into polished final drafts you'll be proud to share. Let's face it, sure your stories can be overwhelming, but I've got you covered. We all have a lifetime of memories to share, so why not save yours to pass along? Let me help you leave your lasting legacy. everyone and welcome back to the Preserve Your Past podcast. We're going to have a little bit different format today. So some of you may be listening on our regular podcast feed and others of you may decide you want to go catch this recording over on YouTube. And when we're done with the recording, I'll give you the link to where you can find this on my YouTube channel. Um, I am presenting it as a traditional podcast also, and then utilizing the podcast format on YouTube, but also the video format on YouTube. So we have a little bit of a different format today that I'm excited to play with with you. So this is our first time, and I'm certain that it will be interesting, but (laughs) it's always good to try new things. And this topic, I feel like, is one that will be good to be shared visually. So today we're going to talk about um, a topic that's come up as I've been sharing more of the podcast on Facebook and on social media. And I'm having a lot of people Um, reaching out saying, I don't know where to start my stories. I don't know the steps to take to write my stories. The whole process seems overwhelming. And as we get ready for the fall, I'm going to begin launching some in-person, well, virtual, um, but live virtual trainings um, for walking you through getting started with writing your stories. I'll walk you through from beginning to end with some sample story templates using the seven seven-step process that I use um, when I'm helping people write their powerful personal stories. And I did a live class last fall um, with a group, uh, and it really went extremely well. I've been testing it to be able to do it virtually. Today, I'm going to walk you through here on the podcast. And again, if you want to see visuals to be able to go over to my YouTube channel, um, the seven steps, really simply and basically, because I want you to see, I want you to have the steps so you can begin getting started. And I want you to see what we would be working on if you chose to work with me and a group of people on a writer's, kind of like a writer's workshop, um, going through the seven steps with an actual story you're writing. So today we're not going to be going over a sample story. I'm not going to be having you do that like a class. This is going to be an overview of what are the steps so that you can get started on your own or decide whether or not you want to join a group of like-minded people and we can all work on our writing together. 
So I'm going to, for those of you on YouTube, are going to see my slides. I will make sure that everything that's on the slides for my my tried and true podcast listeners, if you're listening while you're driving in the car or you're listening while you're cleaning house or all the places I listen to my podcast or wherever else you might be, um, you do not need the slides to be able to participate and to soak in the content. But if you want them in writing um, while we go through, I invite you to join the visual experience on the YouTube channel. And um, just to, uh, to introduce that too, the my YouTube channel is at Preserve Your Past. So we'll get into that at the end and I'll give a visual and I'll make sure you know all the places to go. I'm going to now share my screen for those of you who will be joining me on YouTube. And again, this is a first time process. So I hope that you are um, able to see the slides now and we'll go through and look at exactly what we're talking about when we talk about the powerful personal story pillars. And I call them pillars because there's seven steps, seven main important pieces to hold up your story. And it's really is a process when I talk about story pillars more than um, the pieces that need to be in your story. Um, these are the steps so that you can write your own story. So let's get started. So the first pillar, the first step in your powerful personal stories is to set the stage. Now, I've talked about this in some of the other podcasts. I talk about gathering the materials that you'll need. I talk about setting up your environment for success, determining your who and your why. So when I talk about that, I talk about how can you set the stage so that you have everything you need to get your writing done all in one place. So get those materials together ahead of time. So you're not interrupted with where's this, where's that? Oh, I could have used this. I could have used that. Um, and also, aside from materials, thinking about what's your environment going to look like. I personally like to be away from my normal hubbub of my household. Now, I do have this office that I use for my writing. I also like to go out into either nature or to a coffee shop and be out of my regular routines for my writing. But that's just depending on what you're in the mood for. And if I am home, I set my environment up for success. I put on music. I sometimes have a candle going. I really think about, you know, What's going to be, do I need? If I'm planning a whole day of writing, when I get into some of my bigger projects, I'll do that. Then I even think about snacks and the things that will keep me going so I don't have to stop and get pulled into something else. Um, so setting up your environment for success is really important. The next part is determining your who and your why. And so many times on this podcast, I've talked about Really knowing who your audience is going to be for your writing. Are you writing for a family member? Are you writing for strangers? Is it a, an adult family member, a younger family member? Who's your audience? 
know your who, and then your why. Why are you writing this? What's the purpose of your writing? And that could be a wide variety of reasons, right? Um, We talked about writing as a parent and even just writing to our children as a parent, the purpose could be to share our own stories um, just so that our children have our voice and know us. But there could be other purposes like lessons learned or um, pointers on how to get through different life stages, right? So we can have different purposes. So knowing your who and knowing your why is that beginning first pillar. So that first pillar is setting the stage. When you decide to get writing, you're setting the stage for success right at the very beginning. So that's number one. Number two is to connect and ground. And this is what I think of as like, the secret sauce of getting this together. It's one of my steps that I think, I think a lot of writers do this. um, And excuse me, I got tickle. I think a lot of writers do this, but I also think when we're writing our own stories or journaling, we forget how powerful it can be. And I also think this is a special step when we're talking about writing about our past writing about past people that might have passed in our life, that getting connected and grounded before we begin writing is going to be really helpful. So it means getting connected and grounded to your past. What are ways you can really be quiet, thoughtful, and really immerse yourself back in your past, back in time to really feel the senses. Like I talk about in our writing, we want sensory experiences. We want as many little details as we can to bring back the reality of that story. So that part of connecting and grounding to your past is going to help bring out those special details. Next, I'd say connect and ground to your creativity. That creativity within you that might get suppressed when you're like, I do, 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 do. Maybe you forget. Maybe you don't even think you are that creative. But I know that if you can connect and ground, ground, that within all of us, we can be playful and we can test that creativity. We might not be using it every day, but there's an ch- inner child in all of us that's able to be creative, that's able to be playful with our writing. And that's part of our human nature, right? So connecting and grounding to your creativity. And then finally, create uh, connecting and grounding to your voice. So in the book that I share, the 10 things to, um, I'm sorry, <clears throat> bridging your past and future, the top 10 items to include in your writing, I talk about writing in your own words and using your voice. So taking time to connect and ground and really thinking about your voice as a writer, your voice as a narrator, and also the voice you want to use, um, even going back to that who from the beginning. If Is this going to be more formal? Are you writing to a more formal audience? Is your who some bigger group? Is your who someone very close to you? What's the language you would use for them? So coming up with your voice 
um, here, connecting and grounding to that. So that is number two, connect and ground to your past, your creativity, and your voice. If you are someone who loves the thought of collecting memories, of preserving your past, whether it's through writing stories, whether it's through conversations, whether it's through any kind of project that can help you to preserve those details of your past and the stories that get passed along through the generations, then I have the place for you. I would love to see you join me over at Preserve Your Past, Share Your Stories, my free Facebook group where you can join like-minded people to help you get your stories down on paper for future generations. Now, this group is for people who are in the process of collecting their stories, whether you are writing down your personal stories to preserve your past or collecting the memories and you just want to work through remembering loved ones and making sure that those details that you had, the experiences that you shared with them are never lost, this is the place to be. We talk about everything to do with preserving those memories and preserving your past. And weekly, we have a live event where I do a mini lesson or a conversation that is live in our Facebook group. Daily, you'll get some prompts, some quotes, and on top of it all, you'll have a community where you can share your favorite memories ask questions on how to work through preserving those, and just be with like-minded people. So again, join me over at Preserve Your Past, write your stories. You'll find the link for the community in the show notes to this podcast, and I can't wait to see you over there. Come join us. Number three is brainstorm. So once you've set the stage, you're grounding, you're getting ready, you're feeling your who and why, you you kind of know your purpose for your writing. This is the time when you're going to start brainstorming. You're going to let the ideas flow. And I want you to start brainstorming story ideas, topics, themes that meet your current purpose. So once you know that purpose for that session of writing, Begin letting the ideas flow and brainstorm. There's another separate uh, podcast episode on mind mapping that I will link to in the show notes for this. And I was also had a great request from someone to be able to do the YouTube visual of that. So um, be on the lookout. I'll link both to the notes on this one um, so that you can have um, a better idea of mind mapping. You can go to the podcast, original podcast, and then um, I will make a note to the visual um, video tutorial of it on my YouTube channel also. But brainstorming means getting all those ideas down on paper somehow. Um, Just to review mind mapping, the idea is you're you're drawing a circle, putting that main topic theme idea in the middle, and you're branching out and you're writing circles of topics that branch off of that. And then the next 
topics that branched off of that, you can then write more branches off of and continue to brainstorm details until you're going out further and further. Um, so it ends up looking like uh, it, and then it could be a tree looking like a tree. It could be looking like an atom <laughs> where it has all the um, protons and neutrons and whatnot. Um, but it's definitely goes out from that center topic. So that's the next step. Three is to brainstorm without any kind of filter, just getting the ideas down, not right or wrong, not good or bad, just getting them all down. Number four is the actual story map. So I talk about mind mapping, but there's also a separate map that you can use that's appropriate to your story to plot out the elements and the structure. So that could be writing your main ideas and then the items you want to include under those. And then you can you're going to be using those in your draft. So that helps you write it more in summary form than maybe in the visual form. Um, story mapping might be uh, an introductory sentence and then you're writing the descriptive sentences underneath it. It could be more like the summary that we've traditionally used in school where you have that topic sentence that might be number one and then your A and B, kind of like what you're seeing. Any of you who are here on the um, on the actual uh, video and YouTube video, you're seeing my slide with the um, number four and then the A, B, C, you know, those, that could be more how you use your map. But somehow now you're taking maybe your mind map and you're creating it more in a sequential story map, plotting out the, the story you're going to write. And it might be as simple as beginning, middle, and end. It might be uh, a question and an answer. There's so many ways that we can do this. It could be conflict and resolution. Um, so thinking about your story plotting so that you're able to then take that, which that was number four, the story map, and take it to number five, which is your writing time. This is where you're going to write your messy first draft. Now, this is not a step you can miss. You can't skip your messy first draft. Um, if you do, you're doing it in your head the, anyways, and you might be missing something uh, that's really important in the meatiness of your story if you're trying to create a final first draft the first time around. So write out using that map, right? You're plotting. You're going to use that map that you did of A, B, C, D, however you formatted it, your notes. And now you're taking that and you're writing into narrative form and you're writing your messy first draft. This is where I want you to get it all down. Just write out the story, let it all flow. No filter, no stopping. Don't edit for spelling. Don't edit for anything. Just get the ideas out of you and let them flow. That is your writing time, your messy first draft time, because you will then go back and do refining of it and editing and making sure the spelling and everything is correct. But the first step um, of the writing is going to be that messy first draft. And this is the fifth step of the powerful personal story pillars. The next step, number six, is to then go back and edit and revise. 
So you're going to be looking first at your rough draft and you're going to be looking to revision. So you're going to be thinking of description. You're going to be looking for things like, how can I show this without just telling it? Uh, you're looking for clarity, for meaning. You might be looking at the order that you told the story. Maybe you want to shift something and maybe you're going to start with the ending and then go back to the beginning and tell the story. Um, there's so many formats authors use. So while you're playing with your revision, you might be moving things around. It might not just be about making the wording clearer or more descriptive. So revision and then editing for punctuation, for spelling, for grammar, that will come also in this step six of editing and revising. The next step is the final piece of the process, and that is publishing and sharing. And for this, I want you to think about how do you want to publish your story? Because we talked about how at the very beginning we had a who and we had a how. So we had, or the why, um, we had the who and the why, the purpose and the person, right? So I want you to think about how this is going to be uh, published. Is it going to be a single story by itself? Is it going to be a collection of stories? Are you going to be typing this out and formatting it in a certain way? Is it going to get published formally into a booklet or is it going to be just an online piece? Are you sharing it in a blog? Is it going to be handwritten and shared with the person? Um, are there going to be photos or illustrations that go along with it? So thinking about how you want to publish. And then when I say publish, I don't mean you need a publisher. I just mean, how are you going to be making it real and making your final copy so that you can share it? Which brings you to part B of seven, which is how will you share? So in your publish and share, are you going to, thinking back to step one of your who, are you going to be sharing this in person with someone? Are you going to be reading it aloud to them when you share it with them? Are you going to be sending it in the mail? If so, how are you going to, you know, that helps you with how you're going to publish it. Um, so these work very much in together. Uh, are you going to set up time to share this in a meaningful way? Will it be something that you gift someone and it's it's such a deep collection that you want to make sure you have quality time together so that you can share it and they can let it sink in and maybe you read bits of it and maybe you've turned just the sharing of it into quality time with that person. Maybe you're going out um, for coffee or you're going to invite them to a location that's maybe meaningful for both of you just to have some quiet time where you can share this in a meaningful way. Um, also, I, I would say there's so many ways you can do this to get really creative with this um, and have fun with it. At Christmas time, it could be a scroll um, that you share with each person in your family and you tie that with a ribbon or you know, there's so many ways we can we can share our story. So that's the final step is publish and share. So those are the seven powerful personal story pillars. So the first one is setting the stage. The second one is connecting and grounding. The third one is brainstorming. The next one was the story map. Five is writing time. 
Six is edit and revise. And finally, seven was publish and share. And finally, I want to share with you an opportunity to take these to the next step. So I'm sharing the steps today again so that you can use them independently while you work on your stories. But also I want you to be on the lookout so you can get an idea of what's the process I use when I work with people in the writing because there are going to be some live workshops coming up um, that will walk you through this process for specific types of stories. Those I will be releasing shortly on my website. And here you can see it at melissaannkitchen.com if you're on YouTube. And for those of you on um, the podcast listening, it's www.melissaannkitchen.com. And you are listening to this podcast, then you are listening at the Preserve Your Past podcast. But if you're not um, sure where my podcast is, you can listen to this on any of your podcast hosts. But we host the show notes and everything over at www.thepreserveyourpastpodcast.com. There is a link to that also um, from the website. And finally, we're relaunching the YouTube channel at Preserve Your Past on YouTube, and you'll be able to begin to see videos of the uh, podcast being recorded. Sometimes there'll be slides. Sometimes you'll be able to just see um, my face, my guest's face. We do have some interviews that are being edited and will be coming shortly, so I'm excited to share those with you also. Um, But yes, please join any of those workshops that you see. I look forward to hearing back from you. If you get a chance to use those seven steps, if there's something that you use in your writing process, please reach out to me at um, melissaannkitchen.com on my contact page, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Melissa Loves History. Thank you so much for joining for another episode. Wasn't that a fun episode? I enjoyed our conversation so much. And if you would like to continue our conversation, be sure to follow this podcast and share with friends. This helps share the mission of preserving the past with stories. Want more tips, tools, and inspiration? Head over to melissaannkitchen.com. And as always... Let's get writing your powerful personal stories.